0: Welcome to the Love What You Create podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Mendoza Jones, and I'm here to help you create the business you know you're here to create without stressing yourself out, going into mind drama, or burning yourself to a crisp. Instead, I'll teach you how to trust in your innate value, own your gifts, share them with the world, and magnetize clients, money, and opportunities towards you from your natural state. What does that mean? It means knowing that you belong in this room exactly as you are. It means the world needs all of you to show up. No perfection needed. And it means you're in exactly the right place here with me. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, hello. So today we're diving into what is happening and what to do and think and believe when it feels like nothing is happening in your business. Now sometimes we think nothing is happening in our businesses and when we think that we actually create more of that because we're looking for evidence that nothing is working. if you tell yourself slash if slash when you tell yourself that things aren't working it can feel very testing our patience gets tested our trust gets tested our trust in ourselves in our businesses in our abilities in the universe and you can really start to doubt and wonder and worry you look around and you think to yourself i'm not creating the results that i want and you can really feel like you're struggling or forcing things to happen it's this real feeling of feeling and belief of if I let go even more of nothing will happen if I let go I'll be doing something wrong or I'm already doing something wrong I'm I'm clearly not doing enough it's this feeling of I I don't know how to be here I don't know how to be here and shouldn't I be making more things happen so it's this kind of paradox of like not wanting to be where you are Well, not really a paradox. It's not wanting to be where you are and it's wanting to be somewhere else and not knowing how to get there. Does that make sense? So here's what's happening when you think that nothing is happening in your business. Firstly, you are not looking at what is working and what you've already created. And I don't care if you're brand new in your business or you've been working in your business for a decade. There is something that is working and there is something you've already created. And even if you are new in your biz, what something that you've created could be from a previous career or a different area of your life. There is something that is working that you can kind of apply to what you're doing in your business now. Something to, to create and gather and stack the evidence that you are doing something that is working. That there is something there that is gold for you. There is something to to support your next steps and I guess I should also say first we're going to go through what's happening when you think nothing is happening and then we're going to go through what you can do if it feels like nothing's working or happening so the very first thing that we're often doing when nothing's happening or when, when we think nothing's happening is we're not looking at what's working we are only looking at what we think isn't there and when something's not there you actually will unconsciously look. For look for it to prove to yourself that it's there so you will it's amazing how we can make stuff up in our minds like I've I've talked to clients and they've said to me you know maybe maybe we're talking about a launch or something something's been happening in their business and they'll say to me it's just not working and they'll tell me all the reasons why it's not working and it hasn't happened and it's not how they want it to be and when I when I show them actual facts things that have Oh, there's a leaf blower. I'm not even going to stop recording. I really hope you can't hear it. Leaf blowers are my worst sound ever, but I'm going to keep going. So when I show them and I'm like, actually, this is what happened. Actually, can you see this from this angle? Can you see this from this perspective? Can you see how you created that? They'll be like, oh, okay. Yes. Okay, fine. So that happened. And then they'll try and justify it away or excuse it away or make it out like it was a fluke when It is not a fluke. It was not a fluke. They created it. I always say nothing is out of the blue. Nothing comes out of the blue. It's because of you. So that is the very first thing we often do. We often don't look at what is working next. We will often try to action our way out of what we're feeling instead of firstly processing it and allowing it. And secondly, doing the belief change work that would change everything. So, When I say that, what I mean is you say to yourself, nothing is working, you unconsciously or maybe consciously look for the evidence that it's not working, that everything is wrong and bad and broken, that you are wrong and bad and broken, that this is just not working for you, and then you try to action your way out of that feeling all those, those feelings, those thoughts. So you do a million things, you create this incredibly extensive, expansive to do list, you brainstorm, what's next, you might change your pricing or change your offer or change your branding or change something or you'll spend like hours and hours in Canva doing a million and a bajillion things. And all of that keeps you really busy keeps you spinning your wheels. And it doesn't actually Get to the core of what you think isn't working and why you think it's not working. It keeps you busy. And I, I said on uh, a, a recent, I think post or somewhere podcast, busyness doesn't build a business. Belief does. So anytime you find yourself spinning your wheels, you know, stuck in that, that feeling of, oh, I've got to do more, I've got to do more, I've got to do more. Pause, take a breath and look at your beliefs, look at what you're thinking about what you're doing and thinking about yourself versus just doing more. Next, you are probably judging yourself very harshly if you're telling yourself that things aren't working. You're telling yourself you're doing it wrong, you're looking for problems to solve, and hilariously, this in itself causes the illusion of problems to solve, of course, and then you start problem solving for things that aren't broken, <laughs> things that aren't don't need to be fixed. And we problem solve by, linked to the previous point, we problem solve by taking more action, by brainstorming more, by changing things, by, you know, like on one hand, I really believe, and I've said this for years with my clients, everything you do is an experiment. Everything in your business is an experiment. And when you can see it like that, it takes so much pressure off. You get to experiment with what's, you know, creating more of what you want and, what isn't creating more of what you want. So that's on one hand. And on the other hand, you get to then change things if they're not working. So yes, this episode is all about what what's going on when nothing is happening in your business. And sometimes, very often, I really believe it's about, and we're going to dive into this, it's about that you knowing that there's actually nothing wrong. And sometimes there are things for you to change, but it's, to, it's about changing it, not not through judgment, not through harshly judging yourself, not through, you know, telling yourself, oh, you've been doing this wrong and being super critical about yourself and constantly looking for problems to solve. So sometimes things feel like they're not, nothing's moving. And actually, as we're going to dive into, actually, everything is perfect and all is well and everything is as as, as it must be and, and as it needs to be. And sometimes it is an invitation to change and shift things and the invitation there is to do that with compassion and curiosity and love for yourself and to know that you're not doing this, you're not changing anything in your business to fix or heal yourself, like to fix something, you're not broken, your business isn't broken. And when you know that, you actually show up with so much more power because you, you're you not trying to... Heal a wound by showing up. You're not trying to heal a wound by chasing a thousand goals and crossing T's and dotting your I's. So another thing that happens when you think nothing is happening in your business is you are consciously or unconsciously. So, and I say that because sometimes you're really aware of this stuff and sometimes you're not, you're telling yourself that your business should always be moving upwards on a linear path of growth instead of allowing things to be cyclical, seasonal, allowing for fallow time, for space, for time to integrate and rest and process and evaluate before moving into what's next. And this will create the illusion that you failed because nothing can just go up forever like our, bus- our businesses are not supposed to go from zero to a hundred, constantly, consistently just going upwards and upwards in this you know clear, perfect linear straight line. That is not what our businesses are meant to do. That is not what we as human beings are meant to do. That is not what if you are, I feel like most of most of you listening are most likely women or people socialize as women. We have cycles in our bodies whether we are getting our period or have our period or not, whether we are, you know, in our baby creating, baby rearing phases of our lives, whether we are, you know, even if, if you're moving into perimenopause and menopause like menopause, there is, there, there are cycles and seasons of our bodies. There are cycles and seasons of the earth. There are cycles and seasons in your business. And the more you tell yourself or think that things need to be, going upwards in one direction all the time, the more you're gonna create the illusion that you have failed, which makes you think that nothing is working or happening in your business, which keeps you stuck in busyness, keeps you spinning your wheels, keeps you stuck in mind drama, and all of that takes you further and further away from the deep, beautiful work that you want to do and that you're here to do. Right, we're gonna work through all of this, okay? The next thing that's happening when you think nothing is happening in your business is, I'm going to guess, you are feeling triggered. You are stuck in some kind of comparison, compare and despair, and or some kind of nervous system overwhelm. So a nervous system response, there's some reactivity there. You're in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, okay? They're all self-explanatory, except a new-ish one is fawn, which is this people-pleasing, like, I'll do whatever you want, I'll do whatever you need. Me to do, and I see my clients going to fawn a lot when, if they think things aren't working in their business, and then some, you know, a client emails them and says, Um, so I've seen that you are offering this payment plan, but could I have it split over like 700 more payments? Or I know that you don't work weekends, but could you just work a weekend for me? Or, you know, I know that you only offer 60 minute sessions, but I'm just going to like take up 97 minutes of your time for every client call. Is that okay? And because you feel some kind of desperation or some kind of you know this nervous system overwhelmed you fawn you people please and you're like sure 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 so your boundaries are leaky and holy as in like holes in them and you kind of just do whatever you think you should do to make your clients happy to keep things afloat to you know make inequities make things happen make things move along faster and It doesn't actually support you. It doesn't support your business. It doesn't support your clients. It doesn't support your greatest, biggest, beautiful, golden goal and vision. It keeps you in a fight or flight or a nervous system stress response because people pleasing is actually really stressful and it's not sustainable. And then to top it all off, another thing that you might be doing when you think nothing's happening in your business is you are micro quitting on yourself. So this is where you cut yourself short, you lower your goals, or you pull your dreams back in, kind of like reeling things back in, as a way to try and soothe yourself. So let's say you wanted to sign five clients next month. If you start to tell yourself that things aren't working in your business, that something's not right, something's not working, you might find yourself saying to yourself, "Mm, you know what, it's all right. I'm just, you know what? Two clients, two clients would be great. I don't really need to sign five. <laughs> two, two would be lovely. Even one, one client would be great. You know, it's okay. I don't really need to sign that many clients. Like, you know what? Maybe I don't even need any clients. Like maybe, maybe I'm just fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and all of that, that's just one example, right? It's just, it's anytime you pull your dreams back, anytime you're like, I really want to do this. You know what? Actually, nah, it's fine. I'm just going to, I'm not going to do that. It's a protective mechanism. It keeps you feeling safe. It keeps you where you are. And it also, it really breaks your self-trust. It's, it's actually out of integrity with your highest and most powerful self. And again, here's a little caveat. Sometimes we pull back on those goals because we realize, and this is a lot of the work that I do with my clients in my one-on-one. And in my mastermind, we do a whole month on this, a whole month on changing our relationship with our goals. Sometimes you change your goal because you realize that that kind of metrics-based goal isn't what's important right now. Maybe what is more important for you is to lose your fear of showing up imperfectly and, and with your whole self in your business and calling in your most magnetic best fit clients. Maybe a goal for you is that you lose your fear of selling and that you show up and it's so easy for you to invite clients into work with you. When you do that, you will find that you do sign one client, two clients, three, four, five clients, because you're not making the goal mean anything Sorry, you're not making yourself hitting the goal mean anything about you as a coach or a healer or a therapist or you know ho- however you um, identify yourself in your business. So sometimes you will change the goal on purpose with intention and love and power and sometimes you change the goal because you're micro quitting on yourself. Only you will know the difference or I would know the difference if we worked together and I know you and I know what's going on and I know your beliefs that are sitting underneath those goals You will know though if you are working towards a goal because you're trying to heal or heal a wound or prove something to yourself or to someone else or you are moving towards a goal because it feels really fucking good and aligned and congruent and that's what you want to do. So you'll know if you're micro quitting on yourself and you'll know if you're cutting yourself short if you think that nothing is happening in your business. All right, before we move into what you can do, If or when it feels like nothing is working, I would love for you to um, maybe, whether it's now or after this episode, listen to episode number two. It's the second, obviously, it's the second episode. Episode number two is the second episode of the podcast. And what I find hilarious is that it is my least listened to episode. And I think it's in the title. The title is What to Do When Things Are Working. And it's all about receiving the success and the results you've already created when your mind tries to continually find things to fix and solve. So it's really the sister episode to this episode, so to speak, and it fits in really well with the concept of micro quitting on yourself. So I really would love to invite you to go and listen to episode number two later or whenever. All right. So what do we do if slash when we feel like nothing is working in our business? Number one ask yourself my favorite question. What if nothing is wrong? What if nothing is wrong? What evidence do you have that nothing is working? Honestly, what evidence do you have? And look, sometimes you might be able to give me a long list of why you think things aren't working. And I'm still going to ask you the question, what if it's, what if there's nothing wrong with that? If there's something wrong, if you tell yourself there's something wrong, you, you put shame and blame onto that and, or, and then what happens is you, so you put shame and blame on it. Then you're like, you know what? I did that. I created all of that bad stuff happening or the not enoughness or the not whatever it is. And so that means that I'm bad and wrong and I'm shameful and I must not know what I'm doing. And isn't it ironic how when something really good happens in our business, we're like fluke. I'm just so lucky but then something bad happens. You're like, I did that. (laughs) So I really want you to ask yourself the question, what if nothing is wrong? What if this is how it is meant to be? What if this is teaching me everything I need to know about how to get to the next step, the next level, the next stage? What if I need to do this and go through this? Because this is where my belief change work is. This is what I need to be doing. This is my work. All right. Number two, I really want you to ask yourself, what am I making this mean about myself or my business or my coaching or my offering, my pricing, whatever it is. And it really links into the question above. What if nothing is wrong? And what are you making this mean about yourself? If you make this, and by this, I mean the feeling or the, the, the you know, the sensation, the thought that you're having that nothing's working. If you make this mean, that you don't know what you're doing, that you aren't good at this, that you're not cut out for this, that you don't know enough, that you're not ready, that you need to know more, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on and on. What is that going to make you? How's that going to make you feel? Let's say stuck in lack, stressed, sad, overwhelmed. And then what are the actions you take when you feel stuck in lack, stressed, sad, and overwhelmed? Busyness, wheels spinning, mind drama, you know, doing too much people pleasing, not doing anything, absolute freeze mode, or oh, you run away, flight. See ya, bye. The f- the fight mode for me is that mind drama, like feeling super triggered, super reactive. If you make it mean anything about yourself. In like a negative way, it's like you're kicking yourself when you're down instead of giving yourself love and compassion and looking at it with curiosity and looking at it like, what if this is working? Can I claim this now? Can I claim that this is working and I can experiment with doing things differently if I want to? Number three, I want you to ask yourself, stay with me on this, if you're the butter or the knife. So this is an analogy and like a lesson that I expanded on in the mastermind in a bonus audio this week. I drop bonus audios all the time. I love it. We've got a private podcast feed and it came to me while I was buttering my daughter's toast for breakfast one morning and there's hot toast, cold butter, and there's a few holes in this analogy, but stay work with me on it. So if you are the butter, you can sit on the hot toast and what I do is I let the butter melt a little bit when I'm when I'm patient I let the butter melt a little bit and then the butter spreads so beautifully and the knife just like gets to do its job just spreads the butter and then it also just makes the Vegemite much easier to spread the Vegemite just goes over the toast it's much more even I need an evenness I hate clumps of Vegemite <laughs> side note if you're ever making me Vegemite toast you'll know that or you can be the knife. You can be an, the impatient knife who the cold butter goes on hot toast, and the knife's like, "I'm not, I'm not waiting. I need to, I need this to be spread immediately." And you like scrape and force and spread the butter across the toast, and it's harder to spread. There's little clumps. There's little like some of it gets stuck in like little holes in the toast, and then there's like clumps of cold butter in your toast, and it's just it's not it's not how I want to eat Vegemite toast, right? <laughs> so if you can be the butter. Can you let yourself be there? Can you let yourself melt a little bit, soften? Can you see how if you can be the patient butter, it is so much easier to spread and to move and to find that flow and freedom and momentum versus being this impatient knife that's like, get, get, like, move. I need to make this happen immediately. So that's my question for you. Ask yourself, am I being the butter right now or am I being the knife? If, if you're being the knife, how can you be the butter just for a little bit? How can you soften and be there? And just trust that if you let yourself be there, you will be able to soften. There is no other way for butter to melt on hot toast apart from just letting it sit there for a few minutes. And then it softens and then you can spread it. And it's so much easier. It's so much easier. So are you the butter? Are you the knife? Number four, I love to invite my clients and I do this myself if, I, if these thoughts ever pop up, I process the discomfort in my body. So I invite you to process the discomfort in your body and you can do this, the discomfort of, ugh, it feels like nothing is working. You can do this by saying to yourself, I'm having a thought that nothing is working. I'm having a thought that I'm trying to fix something. Instead of saying, nothing is working. And as soon as you can, allow yourself to see it as a thought. You allow it to start to move through you as opposed to thinking, as opposed to it being a thought and then that makes it true. Just because you have a thought doesn't make it true. And I could intellectually know that for years before I really embodied it and like allowed it to sink in in a different way process the discomfort in your body by seeing the thought as a thought. I am having a thought that this isn't happening. This isn't working. I need to do more instead of saying this isn't happening. This isn't working. I need to do more. It's really powerful. It's it's really powerful in its simplicity. Number five, ask your future self. What do you have to tell me about this time? What would you have me know? What would you have me think and believe? And there will be so much gold here. Your future self has already moved through this. They've worked through this. They've processed this. They've believed or thought something different. They have felt something different. They've actioned something different. They are already on the other side of this. So ask your future self. What do you, what do you, what can you tell me? What do you have for me? And this can be as simple as just asking, or you might want to do some journaling around it. Ask your future self, hey me, Hey, future Cass, what do you have to tell me about this time? That's how I do it. Obviously, you wouldn't say, hey, future Cass. Okay, number six. I love to pull an Oracle card from the energy of my business. And I do the same thing. I say, what would you have me know? Dear beautiful business, I love you. Hello, hello, I'm back. I'm connecting with you. What would you have me know? And then pull a card and there'll be something there for you. And if... Side note, if you ever pull a card and you're like, what is this? I I do not understand. I cannot connect the dots yet. Take a breath and then ask for more information. Say, oh, can I just have a bit more info about this and pull another card and you'll get more information that will support the first card. And then number seven is to allow yourself to be here. Let yourself be here. Let yourself release the graspiness. There's no fight here. There's no fight. There's nothing to fight or fix. Sometimes, so I I really believe that results don't take more time. They take more belief. And it's also true that sometimes a client might be following you and know about your work for years and years before they buy from you. And they might be about to buy. They might be talking themselves into working with you now. And it's about knowing that you, there's a bit of a paradox again here of like, can you sit in the trust that this is moving, that this is working, and that sometimes what you can't see is that someone is about to buy from you, about to work with you, more clarity is about to drop in. And also, can you make that not mean anything about you? As in, if a client is about to buy from you, how can you let that? how could you can feel joy for that you can feel joy about that of course like we we, you want to and also how could you not let that be proof that you are doing the right thing or that you're worthy enough so it's it's like and again there's so many there's there's so much i want to say like gray area in this like there's no polarity of like If people are buying from you everything's working and if no one's buying from you nothing's working because I really believe that we can find evidence of things that are working all the time and so often this fellow space like a space in between is everything we need for us to get to this next level because there is so much happening beneath the surface of what you think is not working there is so much happening so sometimes we need more belief to support us in this. Often we need more belief to support us in this next step. Often we need to remember that the results don't take more time. They take more belief. And also sometimes you've just got to be here. Sometimes you've simply got to be in this space where you feel uncomfortable and you have to be like, be the butter, be the butter, be the butter. I am the butter (laughs) and process the discomfort because you will have both. You will have both things happen to you in your business all the time. You will have both. Someone finding you or something coming and it feels like it's out of the blue, like, oh my God, this person found me yesterday and they've just booked you know, my my huge course or my program or my whatever it is. And then sometimes you'll know very consciously that someone was following you or on your newsletter list for five years before they signed up to work with you. And both are gonna be true and both are gonna happen to you all the time. And so a lot of the time, if when we tell ourselves the results that we want will take a lot of time, if we're resisting being where we are right now, it makes us feel so much further away from what we want to create. So how can you allow yourself to remember? Firstly, can you remember and and really let this sink in? There is so much happening beneath the surface of what you think is not working. Hold that in your heart. There is so much happening beneath the surface of what you think is not working. And remember that this isn't about forcing things to happen and there's this gray area, like it's not black and white. It's not black and white that I'm just going to tell myself that I've let go and surrendered so that something good flows into my life. I used to do that. I used to be like, if I surrender, like if I was in a launch, I'm going to surrender and like go to yoga. D universe, I'm going to yoga. Now you can send me a client because I let go. Here's proof that I'm letting go. It doesn't work like that. We can't intellectualize our way to the next step or stage or the next piece of clarity, the next client, whatever it is. It's about processing it in our body. And sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable if you think that nothing is working. And how can you still find a little bit of comfort? How can you still allow yourself to be where you are? How can you show yourself and remind yourself that this is working? All right, that's all for this week. I will catch you next week. And if you'd love to learn more about working together in my one on one program or my mastermind, all the links are in the show notes. Okay, lots of love, and I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed that episode, you'll like other things I've made for you. Come over to my website to grab some freebies, check out my books, and learn more about how we can work together in my courses and coaching programs. You'll also find me over on Instagram at Cassie Mendoza Jones. I'll pop the links in the show notes. I hope to catch you on the next episode.